welcome back to Vassals of Kingsgrave for our very special episode on the Disney Plus series Star Wars The Mandalorian uh, Season 2. We will be covering the first four episodes of Season 2, chapters uh, 9, 10, 11, and 12. The fourth episode just aired yesterday, and we will be discussing full spoilers for that. My name is Adam, also known as Drowned Snow, and I will be joined by Zach, Mary, and David. Right, awesome. So we are here today, season two, which is uh, four episodes, another nine, chapter 10, chapter 11, chapter 12. Uh, quite a bit has happened. The fourth episode just aired yesterday, featuring uh, a lot more Baby Yoda than we've gotten the most. <laughs> right, right. That kid, that kid was just like he—he he just drank my milkshake, and I'm not going to do anything don't mess it. with Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, man. I think my uh, my reaction to the last episode has kind of been consistent with uh, my feelings on this season so far in general. In so much as I think it's doing a really good job so far of balancing what is clearly like a specific style of storytelling, right? With this sort of episodic kind of adventure of the week thing with like giving us something each episode that either meaningfully progresses like a character arc or a plot line. So Mm -hmm. in this case, I really liked them progressing kind of some of the main stuff that we were building up back way back at the start of the first season with sort of the, like what, what does this little faction of Imperial forces want to do with Mm -hmm. baby Yoda? That was meaningfully progressed in this episode, which was cool to see. And otherwise like, just this, just in general, this this show, but this season in particular, the action has been so good. Like the production yeah. value of just making Star Wars stuff look cool has been insane for a TV show. So that that has been great too. Yeah, I mean, we're I definitely like getting the movie quality. Definitely got a bump, right? Yeah, we're definitely getting like movie quality episodes here. You know, any if you put three of these together, that could have been a movie. Yeah, and I mean, the, the, like so we, we talked a little bit about, like, there's been a variance in episode length. Um, I mean, the first episode, I think, was, like, about an hour. Uh, they put um, quite a bit of time and money into it. I mean, special effects, you can you can tell, you know. Um, but even, like, the shorter episodes, I was like, oh, man, that was only, like, 32 minutes? Like, they really packed a lot in. Um, yeah. And I, I think you're, you you hit the nail on the head, Zach. I mean, like they do they are doing this sort of like episodic, like here's the task of the week, you know, a team, whatever mm-hmm. sort of thing. But they are weaving in enough of this, um, you know, general narrative, which is what they did last season, and it all kind of came together really well. So I trust them to yeah. you know, to do the same this year. And I feel like they're doing a lot more world building, even if some of that has been done in other media. They're bringing it into this world and building like how this fits in with the other worlds that. You guys know better from watching the different shows and whatever, but I don't. But at least we're getting some building here. So that's cool. Yeah. I think yeah. that's my favorite aspect of the show. I think that's mm-hmm. the thing that I like most about it. And the thing that makes it my favorite piece of like anything that Disney has introduced into Star Wars is that they're being conscious of what came before. And I didn't <laughs> really necessarily feel like that was the case with a lot of the movies. Like it felt like they were just trying to like exist in their own universe. And as a result, like the world building just felt weird and confusing and like we didn't know where we were or who these people were what the relations were to other things that were happening and here like it just feels so connected to like immediately like what the world would look like after like episode six um and just and you get to see all these different places and see how they are living in a post-empire reality like it's just so much more fitting to that like it just feels like more like a puzzle piece fitting together than just like its own thing out in the ether 
Yeah, I, I think like the sequel trilogy is definitely disjointed in that sense because there are a number of things that just don't feel connected in the way you'd want them to. And here, um, I mean, if you haven't watched like Clone Wars and Rebels, I mean, you know, you don't have to necessarily. Yeah, um, I haven't, and I'd still. But it's little things it. like um, you know, like they've got that the transport cruiser, um, you know, that was in the first season, um, and then is now you know we you know just used in this last episode. The old, you know, which is like based on a, a really old Star Wars toy that was just sort of a concept back in the day. Like that was in those shows, which those shows are, you know, canon, but a lot less people have seen them than have seen the movies, right? And I then um, at the end of this episode, when we find, you know, Moff Gideon, he's on, um, he's on kind of like a, uh, like a, a light space cruiser. He's not on a, like a Star Destroyer. And those, you know, until now have only been seen in the animation as well. So they're bringing a lot of like, even just like physical, you know, pieces that were, you know, designed differently for these other properties. They're actually bringing them into the live action fold, you know, maybe a slightly different look or they're cleaned up. But it's it's not even like, you know, bashing overhead with it. It's just like, oh yeah, this is another piece of Star Wars that fits in, it looks right, it feels right. And, you know, it's also from something previous. I mean, like the Death Troopers are from Rogue One. Um, uh, I don't know, there's just a whole bunch of stuff like that and it's it doesn't feel heavy handed. It just feels like it all, you know, slides in just, just how you would expect it to. I mean, even... Um, you know, we'll, we'll get to it, but in the first episode, like Boba Fett's, you know, mm-hmm. tattered armor, you know, you were like, oh my gosh, that's Boba Fett's armor, but you know, it looks like it's beat to shit, and it, and we know that's not Boba Fett as soon as we see him, and I, I mean, it, it all just sort of clicks right away, and that's that's really hard to do with those little details, unless you have um, a great amount of care. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, there's definitely an argument I think people sometimes make about Star Wars that is fair, which is that it, like, it really tries to play too hard on nostalgia and just like repeating a lot of the same elements yeah. over and over. But I, I don't think that's what's happening with this show. Like, I think we get to see that stuff, but they're being meaningfully advanced here. Like we're seeing, we're actually seeing like how they actually fit into this, this reality and this situation where they're not just being thrown in to be there. It's not just like pure fan service. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and, and I mean, that that sort of felt like there were definitely elements in the sequel trilogy that felt like that, where you had something that was just, like, exactly like it, you remember it, and it was like, this is supposed to be a shot of nostalgia right to the arm, you know? And I and I haven't really felt anything um, in that same way, you know, through this. So they're just, it's a different approach to the story, and uh, they have more time to kind of develop it, so I think that, you know, that's in their favor. What are you thinking about the Mandalorian in general, Marie, as someone who's just getting into it? Yeah, so you just binged it, right? You just watched season one recently, and you, you watched the uh, all of season two in the last day or so, correct? Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought about going into it last year already, because you guys had talked about it a lot. And then I missed the VOK episode anyway, so I was like, no incentive to, to do that right away, since <laughs> I, I right. wouldn't be able to talk talk about it with you guys um so so a couple of weeks ago i was like okay this is gonna happen again <laughs> this catch year so <laughs> i might as well yeah catch up on the first season um nice. i really liked it um i've never been like a huge i'm a fan of star wars like of course but like the everyday fan i'm just i like yeah, it uh, i enjoy the universe i enjoy the movies i enjoy a lot of things but i'm not deep into whatever um like i i haven't watched uh anything except uh the the movies basically and not even all of them 
in the recent ones. Um, but so this was enjoyable. Um, you don't have to. I kept. Uh, no, it, it is. I kept picturing the Mandalorian as um, uh, the Witcher. I mean, I, I did the big <laughs> mashup in my head because he's yeah. like talking with um, like monosyllabic words, and you, it's just like the same kind of persona when you, you don't really know him. So it was, uh, I, I expected a different face. Uh, and the, the Geralt is under the helmet. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a bit disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean um, I think um Pedro Pascal does a great job um with the voice and and whatnot. And, but yeah, like when he took the helmet off it was it was a little like oh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But right. I, I, I mean I knew he was under it. there, but like Yeah. You know, it's funny how that works, right? Yeah. yeah, he is. But it's like you get this like mythic image of a person like whenever they're masked like that like you just don't think of them as a person necessarily like i don't know like right. it feels it feels like it's deflated slightly when you actually see their face right it's like it's, if you watched uh, probably the point the, the carl urban dread movie where he, he never yeah. takes his helmet off the mm -hmm. whole movie and i know carl right. urban i know carl, carl urban looks like but i watched that movie right. and i still kind of don't really like imagine that it's carl urban under the helmet right you know, which is funny because that's the exact that's opposite weird. of the first movie where was it who was it under it? Schwarzenegger? With Stallone. One of those. Whoever it was, like, took the helmet off through the whole fucking movie, which is definitely right, not right. dread. It's definitely not dread. It would be like doing that with The Mandalorian, you know? Yeah. And a lot of fans hated that. And speaking of, the, speaking of the helmets, <laughs> uh, in, in episode three, we did get that reveal, which, I mean, this is something we discussed on our podcast last season, and it kind of didn't make sense, because we're like, we know there's a whole planet of Mandalorians, and they don't wear their helmets all the time. And like, so did they all get exterminated? Is this a new thing? Like, why is he like, I can't take the helmet off? And then uh, it's explained, you know, in like basically one line, like, oh, like you're one of those guys. Right, right. <laughs> um, you're the you're like, oh, this is perfect. You're yeah, this is great. This is, this is great. You're an extremist. Um, and he's like, wait, I, like, he doesn't even know about any of this. So he's like, kind of like, sort of like the innocent cult member in a way. Um, right. Which is, which is, you know, makes it a little, like all the more adorable, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then in episode four, we get to see him eating, how he eats with the helmet. I guess that helmet just sort of pops forward a little bit. And um, Baby Yoda wants to see more. the face. That's yeah, Baby like... Yoda's like, Daddy? Uh. <laughs> um, speak speaking of which, so, I mean, this is going to cover all four episodes here, but um, much like Geralt in The Witcher, uh, Mando is a terrible parent. Um, not just because he's like, Baby Yoda goes with me everywhere into danger, and you're like, yeah, that's that's terrible. We But we sort of right. knew that was going to happen. But he's actively like, um, are you hungry? Really? Oh, why are you eating this poor lady's eggs? Right, right, right. Just let <laughs> Stop it, eating let the eggs, it. which was like a horrifically funny gag, uh, which I thought was I thought was great. It was because it was kind of dark, but it's like Baby Yoda doing it, so it's cute. And some people right. were like out, absolutely outraged. Mm -hmm. They thought like Baby Yoda was evil. Um, well, it probably doesn't help help that they already showed pictures of the the pop the 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 what's the what do you, what do you call it funko, funko Pop version yeah. of him with the thing of eggs looking at it hungry like <laughs> you make a toy <laughs> out of it already like well, of him murdering possibly legos and toys and stuff <laughs> spoil stuff all the time but i don't i don't always see that stuff well here's much, the but... not so much a spoiler but it was like we released this as a toy right afterwards like hey look at this fun cute moment where he you know ate this woman's children <laughs> yeah which is well, kind of it is it's adorable i mean 
I think it's supposed, it's supposed to be dark humor. It's supposed to yeah. be. Yeah, right, and right. here's the thing about it, right? This is all very intentional. So in that episode, mm-hmm. episode two, the way it opens is we get to see them leaving Tatooine, and they're accosted by these bandits, um, and like uh, essentially uh, Mando makes a deal who would give them the jetpack if they let him live. And as soon right. as they have the jetpack, he kills them. And like <laughs> this is all the this is the story and growth of Baby Yoda here. Is Baby Yoda is being taught that we we me and Mando are the only people that matter, and anyone else yeah. is just food. Basically, they're just people to be taken from. So like this is a clear um, character line that's being followed for Baby Yoda, and it's going down a dark path right now. So that's that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. He tried to let the baby deal with like explosive wire stuff in the back of this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Really? So, Talk about the, the open of this latest episode is he's just like, well, there's a little crawl space, and I'll put and he's just like, okay, so take that the blue cord and put it where the red you know, cord went. Does don't baby touch him Yoda the... really understand or the child if you want to be I don't, yeah. like does he I'm understand not... him or does he just sort of dog does? Like when you talk to a dog, a dog kind of gets your sense. But he doesn't fuck you're saying. And if you said yeah, to a dog, like you know, and you go, no, a, and he'd be like, he doesn't have the grasp of language yet, <laughs> right. but he, he, but he, he gets, he, he gets. He's definitely. the fourth, Craig. Well, th- so that's actually an interesting thing to talk about. So in this episode, this last episode, we kind of learned what the whole situation was with Baby Yoda, um, with uh, like what they were do- right. experimenting with him on. So it seems like what they're trying to do is like use, and if we get the word here. M counts. So they're trying to like take his blood, use the midi chlorians um, in his blood to make like force sensitive. No, 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 stuff. the M. Yes, the M. We're not going to call um, it midi chlorians because that's like a four letter word. <laughs> it's a it's a fraught word filled with implication. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's great. So I, I feel like it's like they're trying to do like a force transplant. Um, mm-hmm. Is what it sounds like, you know, like yep. force bone marrow type of thing. Um, <laughs> Which I mean, so so we saw these vats of it looked like you know failed clones, which is reminiscent of uh, Rise of Skywalker, right? Oh yeah, there's a lot of like uh, spoilers for that, but who cares? Um, like all the like Snoke, the Snoke babies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it looks like this is maybe um, something which is kind of weird because you would have thought if the Emperor survived, he would have already sort of had this plan going somehow but i guess he's just like hopping from like well, here's actually body or what, what is he doing well here's what i find interesting this, that brings up a good point that i that that i'm actually very intrigued by in this show is like who are moff gideon and right. these people like what what are their intentions and it seems to me especially based on episode three where we have the imperial officer in that ship they were attacking um he's like a very like fanatical loyalist and we see that right. again in episode four with the guys like desperately trying to like destroy the terminal before they get killed. Um, like there's, there's a certain like faction within this Imperial remnant that's working towards something. And they're, they're more zealous and more committed than the average um, soldier. So like, what, who are they? What is their plan? I think there's something building there that's, that's intriguing. And they might not be like working for the emperor or for any other like specific uh, like authority. It, they're, it, they're could, on their yeah, own. it could be something else entirely. Hmm. Yeah, I'm intrigued by that, and I'm curious to see where that goes from here. And I mean, he's got the dark saber uh, for whatever reason. So yeah. So why do you think that? I mean, it could just be 
my understanding, so just to give a little lore context, like what the Darksaber is and why it's someone like Bo-Katan that we met in episode three wants it. So she wants it because it's a symbol of like Mandalorian authority. So she can use that to then go and reclaim the planet Mandalore and to rebuild their society. Like that's why she wants it. So I think the only reason why Moff Gideon would want it is because it's like a way to hold, like it's a way to like deny that power to Mandalorians so they don't become right. a threat to the Empire. Like it's just a way of the Empire like asserting its authority over one of these. So they, they talked people. about like a, what was it, a purge or something like that. Like yes. there seems to have been some sort of systematic decimation on Mandalore because they weren't going to yeah. fall in line. So mm-hmm. like the planet, I mean, at one point didn't she say something something like, you know, like oh, it's, uh, it's it's unlivable or something? Yeah, that it's um, uninhabitable uninhab- right now. And she's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it seems yeah, like they just killed you know, people. They they probably them. killed off most of the Mandalorians and had some issues. Well, and I, I had to explain this to one of the doctors at work because he was like, "What is right. with that thing? Why do they care?" Well, that's like, the well, thing. The dark saber was the first um, Mandalorian who became a Jedi. That was his lightsaber. That was the lightsaber he built. So it's very unique. It's got like, like kind of a straight blade. It's black. It, and then it's become, like as Zach said, like a historical artifact that kind of um, people fight over. You know, if you if you've got the dark saber, you can you know kind of take control. Yeah, it's like the Iron Throne in a way. It's like the symbol of your authority. Yeah. I think this does bring up a really interesting question, though, which is that, you know, you guys had said you were really happy with how they're fitting the lore in with this show, but I'm wondering how well they're doing it for those who don't know the lore already and how well it makes sense. Because, like, that's always a question with any, you know, linked media kind of thing is that, like, Marie, have you have you watched any of these shows or read any of the books? You said no, right? Like, are you getting all that's going on? Like, I get that no. we know these people from somewhere and it doesn't matter. But there are little things like when you talk about the, the dark saber or whatever, where I'm totally lost and I have no idea what you're talking about, and I feel like they should have explained that better. Right, but I think I mean it's it's show don't tell, right? I, I think that it's designed that way so that for people that don't know all for people that know the lore, there's all these little bits that are put right, in right. that's really great. Most but of them I don't mind, but don't some know, of them are going to It's meant some to them... pique your curiosity. I mean, I've got people that are like, Well, I went and I went to the Wikipedia article now, or if you go onto the website, they have bits about this. Um if you watch the behind the scenes, like the making of Mandalorian from season one, they explain some of this. So I think they're trying to push people who don't know what this stuff is, if they're interested, to kind of start looking at some of the other stuff. I mean, I, like I said, I had a, I had a, a doctor who's like, you know, in his fifties, be like, hey Adam, should I watch the Clone Wars? You know, <laughs> like, so, you know, I mean, I, I think that's intentional. Yeah, it's two different kinds yeah. of fans, right? Like, it's like the difference between like a person who read the Song of Ice and Fire books, watching Game of Thrones, right. and just exactly. a pure watcher. Like, the experience is different, and there are things that you're not going to get as just a pure show watcher. Whereas, as yeah. a, like a book reader, you're like the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen meme when like something comes up. That's <laughs> um, but, but but eventually the they'll they'll reveal it to you. Eventually they'll explain why you know why this stuff. For, for most important. of the stuff, I don't feel left out, especially for the cameo stuff. But for some of the major bits, I do feel like I'm like, um, it's it's too you're shrouded. Leaving me behind. You're leaving me behind instead of making me want to go. Fu- like, I don't feel like I ever should have to watch another show to understand the one I'm watching now, you know, and I feel like at times this is making me feel like I do. Well, I don't think you, I don't, I don't think you I, have I don't to, because I think eventually they will do that. I think I hope, if I you want to know. If you want to know now, you can go watch that stuff. But like I said, last season, there was a, it was like, man, these episodes are cool, but what's happening? What's that, like, where is this all going? And then it all sort of came together. 
So I think that's the same thing we're going to see this year. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I think the difference with the Song of Ice and Fire uh, stuff is that you have a universe that is much more complicated in a sense with uh, different like shows, different movies, books even um and right it's much it's straightforward with the a song of ice and fire you've got the books and you've got the show and that's it um well you got but, the world book you got the fire and blood yeah, but, <laughs> but no, yeah. yeah okay a million but, characters <laughs> yeah you, you right. get you, you get my point though right you don't have yeah, to, yeah. to watch two other tv shows and three books to understand and a... yeah exactly to understand the the whole chronology and where is this happening when is this happening um, I don't feel left out by the stuff that I haven't seen. I I do feel like maybe I would be interested to to watch them in the same way that watching uh, Star Trek Discovery makes me want to watch the rest of the franchise. But um, hmm. it, it's yeah. still very enjoyable by itself, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a better I, comparison I might be... A better comparison might be the uh, the MCU, where like if you're right. a comic book fan, there's all kinds of stuff that they're seeding in there that you're picking up on that are cool. But you're still, in, if you're just like a fan of the movies, you're still enjoying the ride, right? Like you're still yeah. enjoying the experience. And hopefully, they will like explain the stuff if it's relevant to the plot in a meaningful way. But like, I don't think they need to like like explain like every little like detail they drop to like yeah. make the fans of that other mm-hmm. material happy. Yeah, because there'll always be a BuzzFeed article, or you can always go look into right. it and go, "Oh, that's what that was," you know. Like some stuff is not core to the plot, and you know, just is what it is. But I, I do think the major stuff that we're we're going to find out eventually. I think they want you being like, "Well, what's happening?" Because even those of us that like know like all the Star Wars lore are still kind of like, "Well, here's what I think might be happening," but then like, you know, it could be way wrong. Um, because you know. yeah, they're, they're picking and choosing what they want to do with some of this material and like they're going to change some things and maybe do things expect we don't expect there like for me like it was really interesting back in season one with the way they introduced mandalorians as as like this weird cult that like don't don't uh, ever take their helmets off and like they're this like secretive right. society like that's not how they were presented in uh the Clone Wars and that stuff. So it's and cool that was to see here. To everyone, right? I mean, that wasn't yeah. like anyone had like the inside track on that until just the, right. You know, they reconciled that in episode three. Yeah, to put it yeah. all together there. So that was cool to see like how it all connects. Eleven episodes in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's not something they needed I mean, to explain. I don't think until. No, it's fine. Yeah. I think I mean that's what I like. I like the long form. I like you know it's it is it is weird how how well they're balancing kind of the like okay we got to go take down this small imperial base which ends up being a lab that's you know key to our narrative with yeah with with you know weaving in the the bits of the story and moving forward you know where that's maybe it was going where Mando's going you know I I think they're doing a pretty good job with it. And then you get a lot one of shows episode. can't do that. And you have one episode where you're killing a worm and another one with lots of spiders that freak out, <laughs> that freak out Marie. <laughs> yeah, so the spider episode, I mean, I think Awful. some people... Uh, that was the best one they did. I think oh, some people thought it was like the most boring episode. And I was like, I thought that, I mean, it was... I thought that was the most exciting of them all. That was scary. Yeah, it was nonstop. Yeah, I liked not it. A lot, I not it. a lot happened, but it was, you know, we're in space. We got X-Wings. We crash. We like, you know, there's a pretty consistent... Uh, narrative momentum the whole time, like it just didn't stop. And that poor yeah, ship, it, it man, was I just paid 350 bucks to get that ship, right? Um, right. 
you know, they better not break that ship. And thankfully, they repaired it. Oh, you so, bought it? There's a ship model you can buy? <laughs> there's a, well, so it, not really, but they're. Um, I love so merch. Like, yeah, so Hasbro has, um, you know, they make okay. the action figures and all that, right? Right. And so they have like sort of a, a new model they've done where they do kind of like premium stuff, like almost like Kickstarter. So like you have to pay up oh, front right. before they make it and all that. So, yeah. I was like, so like you could get the Razor Crest that was going to be like well, one know, of the biggest toy vehicles they've ever made, and it's like, but you have to pay three hundred and fifty bucks up front. And you don't get it until like the end of next year. Next and year, then, maybe. Like, as, as soon there's as no that, guarantee. <laughs> no, no, you get it. I mean, when I would like Kickstarters, you never know. <laughs> no, but this is like once they, and this is like a, a billion dollar company. So right, once yeah, they yeah. reach a certain funding, you know, you you had to have you know X amount of supporters. I think right. they needed like six thousand people, and they got like twenty five thousand. Of course they did. Well, so, you know what I course. wonder is, was but, that um, it attention? was one of those things where as soon as the campaign finished, like the day after the campaign finished, I think, like the, this next episode aired where the like the ship got beat to hell, and people were like, "What yeah. the hell?" Well, you know what <laughs> I was wondering is, about to lose the did, ship. Did people pay attention? Were there slight differences between the different variations of the ship as they fixed it? Because I was thinking that would be great Ooh, for merchandise. Damage model ship. It's been merch. destroyed twice now. You can have merchandise. You have like five different versions it. you can sell. The broken one, it. the newly fixed That's one, how the you newly do broken it. one, the newly fixed one. Like, well, this uh, one, I mean, like not to not to go too far off, but if you go, you can go look on the website and it has like all these in-depth, you know, the model and all the stuff it comes with. It's got tons of like panels that break away and stuff because it's supposed to be like in the first season when the job was like taken apart. So you can like basically like you know strip Amazing. it down. And, yeah, it's like it's extremely intricate. Um, They're making so much money off this show. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And the only way the only way that you can get a Baby Yoda figure in this scale at the moment is with this ship, I think. Um, oh, that, that figure has, that has like the little floating. Um, yeah, the ball. Floating care. Yeah, you can't get that any right. other way. You know, like so they do all these little things to to get people, and there are people that are like, I'm buying five of them. You know, and you're you're just like, oh my gosh. Um, it's uh, it's a crazy world, but it, it you know it is interesting. Remember the first season when like we had no idea that Baby Yoda was going to exist because there was there was no merch. Right, like, they, they waited on the merch. They, they waited because they didn't, didn't want to ruin the any surprise. hint of merch. Right, and people were like, oh my gosh, they're going to lose so much money with this holiday season, okay. and oh my gosh, like Baby, Baby Yoda's so hot. You got people on Etsy making the Baby Yoda stuff, and yeah, right. they're like, no, 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 you're going to be sick of Baby Yoda merch oh, at yeah, some point. Of course. Like, <laughs> And it's, you know, it's selling, I guess. So, um, we even um, have eating Disney knows what they're doing. Just get into the epi- this episode too. We were talking about a bit. My favorite gag so far throughout the show is like these these two or three X wing pilots that are patrolling the entire yeah. galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have this gigantic jurisdiction they're responsible for. It. They're like, yeah. yeah, if we ever see you back around, it's 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 amazing that like he's like, so this uh, Razor Crest that we just saw. I didn't say anything about a Razor Crest. You're crazy, you know. Man, well, let me no. see your logs. And we're like, number one, you have no authority here. Number one, you're just one dude out in the middle of nowhere. Like, like, why, you know, basically, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Carl Weathers could just be like, yeah, go screw yourself, right? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, we're willing to help the Republic out if you ever come back around here again. Just like, what's his, what is this guy's authority? He's basically on the same level as Mando in this region, right? Like, he's just some dude that shows up. Yeah, he's like de facto leader of this yeah. this location, I guess, now. I have, I, oh no, I mean the X-Wing pilot. Oh, those guys, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I Carl Weathers is sort of like, kind of like the, 
the town mayor or something now. But yeah, it's like he shows up. He's like, well, I've got an orange jumpsuit. So hello, official. And um, I get my own action figure. That's all that matters. Yeah. (laughs) So some people I've seen one thing from this episode. I didn't expect this. There was like a lot of Cara Dune hate. And people were like, well, good. We never have to see her again. They've like written her out, which I didn't really understand that. But uh, I wonder if some of that is is like political stuff. And I hadn't heard anything about that. I mean, but I thought maybe they just didn't like it because she's like a wrestling person and not an actress. And they were like, I don't know. I've 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 enjoyed the character. So um, I, I mean, I think that's something I enjoy about the show is like just the casting is all over the place and crazy. And I just think it makes it more fun to have like all these different people from different things in it. Yeah, yeah, Starbuck. When I was like, oh, oh you're you're NA. Yeah. Oh, did you lose yeah. anyone? Yeah, yeah. And like the whole planet blew up, dude. Right. She's like, I lost everyone. Everyone. Like, gonna say, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we were talking about Baby Yoda being evil. Yeah, okay. So, um, the yeah, big boss villain. Uh, He's the boss villain. Where are we going? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely think that there is, uh, there's a message here sort of that. Um, perhaps unintentionally, you know, Mando is kind of bringing Baby Yoda down this this path, uh, and we'll see. Um, hopefully, when he meets up with the Jedi or meets up with Ahsoka, or you know, maybe there's a reveal of like, "Hey, you, you fucking up. Your parenting is shit." Um, <laughs> the thing that is, you don't need a Jedi to do that. You just need someone to be like, "Wait, hold on. What are you doing?" <laughs> right, right, right. No, well, I, mom, any mom could. The do Jedi that. are not like. The, the best idea for parents, which and I mean, this is also like, true. Yes, not a Jedi or whatever, but I do think like his quest yeah. is like he's like I'm looking for the Jedi to bring this person back. So I think that's maybe where it would come to a head of like, well, hold on a second, what have you been doing? Chris, um, you're assuming maybe. that's ever going to happen. I we may go all the way to the end, and the grand finale will be evil Baby Yoda has to get taken down by the Mandalorian. Hundred years <laughs> later, when he's teen Baby Yoda. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> like that's that. Yeah, that whole. Oh, when he age. becomes the big the big boss villain. <laughs> The age after all that he's the, learned the main problem i think so what can you do but uh i, I don't yeah i don't think like baby yoda is gonna like start murdering people left and right necessarily we could have but, a time uh, jump <laughs> it's it's definitely yeah I, and so i do think that what baby yoda is or where he's from is kind of important we'll get that eventually like part of me is wondering if he is literally like a yoda clone um with uh, what we saw in this episode, and right, I don't know. DNA yeah, with stuff. with everyone calling him Baby Yoda, it took me a little while to figure out when this was happening. Right, right, right. Is it isn't really Baby Yoda? Baby right, Yoda. right. So, <laughs> so watching the first episode, and then at the very end, it's like, oh my gosh, there's there's this Baby Yoda thing because we don't know what Yoda's species right. is called, and he looks just like Yoda, and. And that just sort of stuck, but like Disney has been very careful to be like, it's the child. It's the child. Like they never call, they never reference Yoda at all. Um, no. And that's for you know, I'm sure that's you know. Actually, I think in some reason, of the merchandise but... they've started, they've started calling him the child, and then like parentheses, baby Yoda or something like that. A lot of well, some websites will, like some resellers I've noticed will, but. Um, for I me, don't... one of one of the weird things is, and I, I mean, I guess it, it's explained by. Um, how huge the universe is but a lot of the things that we know um about the Jedi about Yoda actually about the Empire uh, seems to be completely like um no one knows about them and it feels like the Empire is uh not so was not so long ago but still 
um, um, it's like it's in these people's lifetimes. So right, they, what... it feels like they should know more about how it went down and 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 how it it's done. Yeah. So, so oh, that's... do they have regular news broadcasts? Like, how would your average person well, know? I, I don't know, but was... like the Jedi for. A... The Jedi, the Jedi were right. huge. They had a giant temple yeah. on Coruscant, yeah, yeah. and there were thousands of them. And so that's I mean, always one of the things that never made sense. Forty years ago, they should like I don't know, but it's not it's not three generations. It's like it should be uh, still in, in their memory um, as to who these guys were. It, it feels uh, weird that it isn't. But it's like if you lived in North Korea, you wouldn't. I mean, I like, right. So what right. Did, exactly. What so did people say recently that like? Gone with the Wind is like one of the most popular American <laughs> books in North Korea, and they think yeah, it's like a yeah. great take on like modern capitalism, right? And, and all this, just like you know, like you don't know any better because there was a systematic purge of Jedi temples and artifacts and information. I mean, some of and we've seen like kind of in our world how this can work. The Jedi and those Jedi were shit. Here's as we learned about in episode three of this season. Um, they're very sheltered. Like they have their own version of realities, and we're like, she only knows about Jedi for as being like an ancient historical thing. Like, see, yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, like the whole the whole rumor that like Pedro Pascal was going to leave in the middle of the season and they'd have a new character or something, and I was like, wait, what? Like, and and the weird thing is like Disney doesn't like even comment on any of this shit, right? Like, I mean, like I understand it'd be weird to be like, well, our character's not going to get killed off in this movie or something, but like. When it's the Mandalorian, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, the Mandalorian's not going anywhere, guys." Um, sort of like a conspiracy theory thing, but what it really is is just like people want news for stuff, and you see this with Game of Thrones, and it's like every article is like, "Winds of Winter release date could change the fate of this character." Winds of <laughs> yeah, Winter release date is going to be significant for it. I hate like, that. And I so that. they're just trying to spin to spin the yarn into gold by saying like right. breaking news, and they do it for video games. They do it for Movie, they do it for anything where there's no news. They suddenly every week they've got like a title and it says breaking news, and they put out a blurb like with some completely bullshit thing that like never comes to pass, and they just talk about it and get views. And it's just you know, I mean, it's just people being like, well, hey, you know, what if Baby Yoda like uh, turned blue? I think you know, a source is telling me that Baby Yoda eventually turns blue as uh, the more the more dark side he gets, and um, you know, and I could just go on for ten minutes about that. Right, but then it never happens, and no one cares, and no one ever checks, and it doesn't matter. Like it's, you know, I don't know. It pays, I guess, to uh, to be a bullshit artist because people watch, and then they go, "Oh man, I heard Baby Yoda's turning blue. Did you hear about that?" You're like, "Okay, didn't hear about that. Just, just watch the show." What did you but, guys um, think? Of, what did you guys think of the big worm battle in the first episode? That's what I was about to say. Is what, what do you think of the crate dragon? Was uh was the crate dragon like a little too big or? <laughs> I mean, it was pretty darn cool, but uh, yeah, it looked great I to me. Not, I did cool. not know it was going to be that big. <laughs> made it, made uh, it definitely a scary opponent, and it was cool to see it defeated. And yeah, we haven't great. even mentioned uh, Timothy Oliphant's uh, Marshall in, right. in his uh, Boba Fett, right? Boba Fett armor. Oh well, you know, I'll just marshal this town where the sand shark comes through, <laughs> no, no. and I mean. That's a weird thing where that episode I thought was going to be about, okay, we find this Boba Fett armor. It's not really a Mandalorian. Now this is going to be the conflict. And then suddenly they're like, oh, Sandshark. And I'm like, oh, that's just a weird thing. No, that's like the whole crux of the episode now. 
and you got to get the sand people together and you got you know so it was like a it, you know turned on a dime there uh pretty yeah, it's one of those the series seems to be like okay we're moving the story along and now we're going to get detoured into like you know our our quest of the of the episode <laughs> our side yeah quest. yeah I, like I a video love, game love, with side quests you know i love the side quest man it's great and then at the end of that episode good. we actually see uh who we assume is boba fett um you know now just sort of in a robe kind of do you think it's really Boba Fett? Oh, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know who else it would be because it's um it's uh what's his name's uh Django's actor. It's the guy that played all the clones and stuff. Uh you know. Well it could be any of the other clones. <laughs> well, no, because the clones age much quicker. So like any clones that were left at this point would be like like way old and gray, and he just looks like, you know like he's like, you know, in his fifties, forties, fifties, whatever, you know. So I would assume it's Boba Fett. Maybe it's not, but I mean, oh, I'm certain. Fett. I'm certain it's Boba Fett. Yeah, we have Boba Fett's armor, so somehow he got out of the Sarlacc. Which, like, there's been um, numerous attempts over the years to like explain how he got out and kept. Maybe going. the armor protected him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Mandalorian armor seems to be pretty pretty decent. And then we've got, and when, you know, I mean, it's when the same you... planet, we've got the same actor who who you know should be playing Boba Fett. Um, I'm yeah. sure it will come up eventually, but when you like, look for boba fett on google you like just even wikipedia uh writes that he appears in the mandalorian so i think it's pretty much uh, yeah yeah i mean yeah. I, in the world they didn't say brilliant. that but yeah yeah i mean i don't know who else it would be basically it'd be very weird if it was someone else this but, is like this is like r plus l equals j level of confirmed for me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly exactly it's just like uh rex was in the battle of endor i mean we all know that's true so <laughs> uh, <laughs> um what else is there to talk about with mando oh uh, let's see i'm trying to think um the second episode was spiders was that? Oh, that was the spiders the third episode was so quick but um, One thing about the spiders, did you notice that Baby Yoda actually set it off by eating the baby egg? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Delicious. The spiders delicious. came at them because the of spiders that. spiders are like, what the heck? Right. And they all became Baby like, Yoda was the aggressor. Right. <laughs> baby Yoda, delicious, delicious spider snacks. I'm telling us, uh, it's Lord Baby Yoda inbound. Yeah. Look, baby Yoda he is hungry. He's a growing boy, okay? He will steal your cookies, he will eat your spider. You eat your babies. I thought I was like, oh my gosh! Like they had a school, and I'm like, baby Yoda's going to school. I know, right? Right. And then like suddenly he's like, uh, give me your cookies, boy. And the kid's like, <laughs> my I cookies. thought he was gonna throw. I was worried he was gonna throw the kid across the room. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just casually force grabbing the cookies. And that scene it, was so <laughs> funny to me. That just randomly putting Baby Yoda in a school, yeah. just like Baby Yoda, who's like a baby. <laughs> right, right. And all these kids are like twelve. <laughs> it's so weird, but it was so like funny. It, it seemed as as off as like having him move the red and the blue like wires. It's like he doesn't understand what the fuck she's saying. What what is he doing in yeah, school? Trying, you know, you don't know. <laughs> he understands something. Of course, there's the dissonant element that Baby Yoda is 50 also. It's like, when is Baby Yoda going to get older? How long is it going to take for Baby Yoda to not be a baby? Yeah, that is, and I said this the first season, that's one of the things I, I didn't like. Um, it doesn't make any sense to have a species that's like, well, it takes them 100 years to, like, you know, right. be self-sufficient. You're like, well, they would just die. Like, that species would not exist. So, I don't know. Maybe. But, 
Um, I don't know. Do you think we're ever going to, like, find, like, the Yoda planet? Kind of weird that we don't really know anything about them. I'm not sure, like, where that plot line is going. Like, I, I'm half and half, actually... I'm half and half it's actually going to lead to something or that it's going to just end up being like a red herring that leads to something like it's going to be like um, a dead end that they have to then adjust what they're going to do. I feel I'm I'm not sure I want to like do we are there you guys know more about the world than I do. Are there other Yodas in the in the universe? There's there's one other confirmed. um, So if there's only one or two or three that we know of. Is it possible they're like a genetically created species that to be forced whatever like potentially um, you know well, maybe so the Jedi maybe the Jedi created him or you, it's you a little unclear what's canon and what's not but like with what we sort of know like that species has been around for a really long time like thousands of years. yeah so they I, they I don't know yeah that's all we really know is that like and I mean because they you know they established like how old Yoda was so that sort of was it but in the I think it's in Phantom Menace. You have Yaddle, who's like the female yeah. Yoda, and like that's the only other one we see. And we like other than like blurbs that have been written for you know official you know books or documents or whatever. Like we yeah. don't really know anything other than like, hey, their species lives a long time, and I mean that's about it. So they tend to be. And do we really know that in in world like? Yeah, canon? Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, because Yoda, because Yoda, yeah, super yeah. old. They're all super old. So, and clearly, they're, they're taking that with the baby Yoda being fifty and a baby thing. Like they're clearly like yeah. making that's a super long lived species. I think they did that as they wanted the shock value of you. They wanted the reveal in episode one in the first season of right. he's looking for a fifty year old, and you're like, it's a baby because you would right. never expect that, which is a good reveal, sure, but it just sort of kind of doesn't hold up. It doesn't. It doesn't really. Like if you like did the math, like if if baby Yoda matured at the same rate as a human and was a baby at fifty. Baby Yoda wouldn't be like a teenager until they're like 500 or yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. So it's That's like, hard. it's weird. Yeah. If they had said he was 10 years old or something. Then well, is go, he a baby okay. or maybe he's four? You know, we don't, we don't really know. I mean, he, well, I mean, he's walking around. In fact, right? he's not so a baby. He's, he's a like, child. He's a child. Yeah, he's more like pod, pod acts like, acts like a baby or a toddler. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Can't don't speak know. yet. He is yeah. capable of getting his own food. He can forage. Um, you know, babies can't <laughs> right. do that. He's on solid foods. Here. At least with with powers, but <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. Um, do you guys think that we'll like Baby Yoda less when they can talk? I don't think Baby Yoda's gonna talk. Like never in the history of the show. <laughs> well, I mean, unless we have a time jump, Gagu? I mean, I mean, he's gonna age. That? I mean, he'll age the equivalent of a month in the next seven seasons. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there'd have to be... Yeah, like, how much language does a kid pick up? Him. You've had kids, Adam. Like, how much language does a kid pick up in, in a month, you know? A right, word but I mean, I, I think that with him being as old as he is, like, there should be more awareness than you would expect from, you know, like, an itty-bitty child like that. But, like, you know, language development could, you know, could be a physical thing. Like, just not being able to actually talk might take longer, so I get that. Um, I don't really want to hear Baby Yoda speak because it's like, is is Baby Yoda gonna speak in that weird way? I know. <laughs> Where would Baby talk. Yoda learn to speak that way? Because no one else around them speaks that the way. The more Yoda speak you have is just weird. I just yeah. I just watched the holiday special and he just talks. Hungry, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Food. food. Give me food. Yeah. Food. I want. No. No, he's just like. 
he's just going to talk normal, and then he's going to get to the Yoda planet, and they all talk like Yoda, and they're going to be like, uh, rejected. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so where, where do you guys think this is going? Um, I mean, I know, you know, spoilers, sort of, because we know a little bit about casting. Like, I didn't realize um, Katie Sackhoff was in this as Bo-Katan. Well, so I'll just say Katie Sackhoff voices Bo-Katan in Clone Wars and Rebels, right. so it kind of Right, makes which sense. is awesome. Does yeah. she look like that though? Like, do we ever see the character? Yeah, she looks the same, yeah. basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, some the people hair. are confused. So they modeled it after her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are confused because um, she. This is like forty years later from that, and she looks kind of the same. Right, right. Like. <laughs> she hasn't really aged much, but I don't know. She. Yeah. she well, in like well Clone Wars and stuff, she's supposed yeah. to be kind of like the young. The she's like the young princess, basically. She's like maybe a teenager, early twenties, you know, or whatever. And this is, yeah, forty-five-year-old. You know. <laughs> Plus, when you have a helmet on be, all the time, you know, she should be like mid forties right about now. I think keeping uh, the helmet on is good for the complexion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but but like people people are confused because it's like, well, Anakin or Obi Wan was this age, and then when you get to when you get to a New Hope, Obi Wan looks like he's ninety, and like, well, like, tattooing is not good for the skin. <laughs> Yeah, and they, they right. aged him up, and they they wanted, you know, it's all just, you know, narrative choices. It's whatever, yeah, it's not a big deal. I mean, so do you understand why Bo-Katan is kind of significant in any way? I, I mean, like, David, Marie, do you I mean, I got a little bit that she's, like, kind of planning to be the head of, you know, yeah. of of whatever yeah. Mandalorian, the, offic- the original Mandalorian strain that, that they've spun yeah. off of. Yeah, the Mandalorian, the planet, the the you know, the Mandalorian. They have various clans, and like her clan was basically the ruling clan. And just like background is her, um, her sister was like the queen of Mandalore, basically like during the Republic. And when like Mandalore was, you know, they had kind of moved away from being warriors so much and more to like a peaceful planet. Um, and then like Obi-Wan falls in love with her. And, yeah. And by the way, her sister totally what? fucking Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. If you've never I watched the Clone Wars, there's back. a whole bunch of good stuff in there. But I also, you know, it's yeah. like a hundred episodes of stuff to watch. I would recommend it. I've, I've, you know, I've seen them all. I think they're great, but there are some episodes where you're like, oh, this is just for the kids, you know? Um, but mm-hmm. they do a lot of good work, especially with, uh, developing characters, uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin. And, um, you know, of course, Ahsoka, you know, comes from that, which, um, you know, I believe we'll be seeing her soon. Uh, maybe next episode, possibly, <laughs> based on based on some stuff. So I'm sure if you don't want to watch the entire series of The Clone Wars, you could probably find a list somewhere online that's like, here's the essential episodes or here's the episodes you can skip or something. Yeah. If you want to kind of get the, the, uh, the basics of that, but... I don't really think you need to, though. I really think they'll. You don't need to. No. be conscious. The of whole that. thing is enjoyable. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I just think yeah. on its own, I think it's a, it's a, it's a good series. It adds a lot to, um, it adds a lot to the prequels. So. All right. Absolutely. All right. So. Yes. Uh, okay. Do we have anything else? We... No. Don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So this has been the first half of uh, The Mandalorian Season 2. And uh, we look forward to the next four episodes, and we'll probably catch up after the end of that when um, Baby Yoda rules the Empire. And uh, we'll see you all then. Can't wait. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.